0: BMW, the ultimate electric driving machine.
2: Hi y'all, I'm Julie. Hi there, I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now,
1: y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side.
2: Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is gonna be more fun and much more serene.
1: Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bren, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that.
2: Let's crush Earth School together.
1: Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Bren. Hello, my elf. Uh, You know, it's funny. For how different we are... In the real world, we're very <laughs> different. I mean, to stand us up next to each other, and it's like, what? <laughs> but one thing that we are so incredibly similar with is the love for our dogs. Practically
2: the same person.
1: <laughs> we're practically the same person for how much we are crazy about our dogs. I have, for the last several weeks, been able to spend every single moment, and I mean every moment, with my dog Sookie. Now, just so everybody knows, she was named after Suki Stackhouse from True Blood, okay? Oh HBO god. show.
2: I don't know who that catch is. Up. Okay,
1: <laughs> catch up. It's been it's been on forever. It's already off.
2: <laughs> How am I going to catch it's up? It's like a decade ago.
1: You need to go watch True I've been, Blood.
2: I've been busy. Oh my god. Anyway, Suki
1: <laughs> is my labradoodle, and she is the sweetest creature follows me, like from a deep sleep she will get up, she hears me or feels me move she will get up from a deep sleep to follow me wherever it is that I'm going Mm -hmm. she and I go out for walks every morning, for at least five miles we'll go which is great for both of us and I just love this creature so insanely much and I think that is one of the things that one of our ties that bind us, we have so many things that bind us, (laughs) we might not be alike but we got a lot of ties that bind, but that is certainly one And I think that you, I mean, I think you love your dog as much as I love mine. I love my
2: little Lulu. She's the sweetest puppy. (laughs) And she was named after yoga wear? She she was not. (laughs) (laughs) You are a naughty elf. Uh, No, 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 no. Lulu is a cavapoo, and she is, what, 14 months, 15 months now. Oh, she's so cute. She is sweet, sweet, sweet. So cute and, and funny. She and has smart. such an
1: oral thing. Yeah. Oh, she's so
2: mouthy. She is a mouthy little dog. So she always, she can't even greet you, even though her body's quivering with joy, until she has something in her mouth to present to you. She's <laughs> oh, just the cutest thing. And she's
1: the first. She's the first uh, little creature that you have had since. Losing Maggie,
2: since Maggie passed, we never lost her. But yes, she did pass. <laughs> since Maggie jumped, <laughs> she jumped the planet. It was her time. Yes, Maggie lived to be twenty. Amazing. That is. The, she was a little Shih Tzu. She was She was, was, an was, actually, she was actually a big Shih Tzu as far as Shih Tzus go. Yeah, she was incredible. Yeah, she was a. Big spirit in a tiny body. Yes, she was. So sweet. And now we have
1: Lulu. And now you have Lulu. And so and I know what that feels like of losing one of our babies.
2: Homer's been gone almost a year. Oh, I just can't even.
1: And I'm probably going to cry this episode just to warn everybody (laughs) for how much I do, (laughs) because what we wanted to talk about today is the animal kingdom and where do our pets go? Mm Because I think that people have a lot of questions about this. You know, you can – again, you all know how I like to read – and then I go on and I I read what you know, people are people like, oh, they're in the Rainbow Bridge now, and they're on these, and I say, like, I just think we need Brenda to clarify for us what exactly our pets are doing when they cross. Where are they?
2: We're going to hit all this stuff. So yes, the the pets that cross are still, they're like any other spirit who's passed. They are still available to us. We can call on them. We can call them in. We can count on their presence. Some of us can even hear them or smell them or feel them around us. So there's a presence. You can even feel like warmth at the end of, at the foot of the bed if that's where your pet slept. So there's all kinds of ways to engage your pet. As I understand it, that the frequency in which you cross over is the frequency in where you sort of land and kind of hang out. So the dogs hang out in their vibrational frequency. That doesn't mean you won't Run into your beloved pet when you get to the other side. But it's more of a visitation thing. Like we'll come together, but we may not hang out It's there. like going to
1: different states. So it's like <laughs> we go to California when we pass, and they go to,
2: let's say, <laughs> Oregon. <laughs> they would love Oregon. Right? <laughs> From, yes, because <laughs> they can run and run and run.
1: So when you tap into um, our pets, because you have certainly done that for me a number of times, and I thank you like for the
2: bottom of my heart for mm-hmm. it.
1: Do you hear them? So when Homer talks to you, mm-hmm. how, does, how does so first
2: of all, when Homer talked to me when he was here, he would bark his full head off, and he oh. had a giant bark. It was giant, like yeah. you it would bounce off your chest, like, oh my God, yeah, Homer was
1: uh, a lab, a full impact lab, full on lab. <laughs> and what was so funny about Homer is we had we've had Suzanne and I have had lots of pets in our life together. and Homer was the dog that was incredibly loud. Everything had to be the way he wanted it. So he bossed us right. We, he was in charge, effectively. <laughs> Homer in charge. And so it was hilarious is that people would come over and they would meet our cat, Booger. And they'd be like, oh, I love Booger. I want Booger. Like people, oh, I want Punky. I- not one person said I want Homer. <laughs> Not a single soul. Nobody's like, "Oh,
2: I want that in my house."
1: <laughs> no, that's a, no, that's that's saved just special for me.
2: But that was okay because Homer was yours. Oh, he was mine all day long
1: for sure. He was the first dog that I ever loved because I was actually when I was how old was I? I think I was five when I was bit on the back of the head by a German Shepherd. Did I not ever tell you that?
2: No, I really? know about the
1: panther, but
2: I don't I didn't know, know about, about being –
1: yeah, I've also been bit by a panther. That's a whole other show.
2: Um, but I was – That bit, I didn't know forever. No, you didn't. <laughs> you just kind of dropped in one day. super not
1: happy with me when I dropped that too. It was, it was recent. <laughs> no, I was bit in the head – on the head by a German shepherd that was owned by my little friend in Oatmagi, Oklahoma. And this little friend, just P.S. Side note, used to wear my nightgowns. I love him. How great is that? Like that was 1970 early and he's like all oh, taking my nightgowns from me. It was fantastic. But it was his dog. Maybe his dog wanted my nightgowns. I don't know. But we were actually playing catch, he and I. I was very sporty. I've been a sporty lesbian since I was very young. <laughs> and we were playing catch with the ball. And I think his dog thought that we were playing keep away from it. And mm-hmm. so his dog just attacked me. So I've had a thing about dogs. I've had PTSD. I still have a little PTSD about German Shepherds, I have to say. Yeah. I will cross the street.
2: Wow, I I did not know that. Yeah, so I I got bit by a German Shepherd. (laughs) Oh my God! Did you really? Yeah, because my dad told me not to bother. We were at a neighbor's house for a party or something. We were in the backyard, and he told me not to bother the dog while the dog was eating. And so, first thing I did was walk right up to the dog. (laughs) Of course, you did.
1: (laughs) What? What? I have like a three, four inch scar on the back of my head. Still,
2: I I have scars on my hand from what, it, like. Look at well, us! Yes, yeah, scar, scar of German Shepherd. We dog. had
1: something more in common than I have. thought.
2: <laughs> but I have since healed that relationship because I've ha- met so many amazing German Shepherds. Okay, well,
1: clearly I haven't.
2: Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> oh my gosh, these these dogs are amazing.
1: So when Homer would talk to you, yes, to I, I want to know because I, I am super curious, and I would have a feeling that our listeners are curious. It's like. Now that he's passed, because he's talked to you, he's come to you. Uh, what so does he talk? Do his lips move? <laughs> <laughs> like when he's you know it's like
2: it's a ventriloquist, he, ventriloquist thing. He yes. had big
1: floppy lips like the lab, like that yeah. English lab. So do does he talk like his I if I wish you guys could see me because I'm using my hand as, as if a if sock I,
2: puppet. As a sock <laughs> puppet
1: saying, does he talk to you? Do his lips move? Or is it a
2: It's all vibrational. All vibrational. So okay. he sits he sits in front of me and usually he's sitting. Um, but when he gets animated, he'll stand up. Like when he told me that the little dog, Rebel – no, he told me Sookie, Sookie. Sookie. was a hot mess. Yeah, Sookie was a hot mess. When, and he's like, oh, no, that dog. <laughs> like, he stood up like and, and like moved his head like, oh, you know how dogs will swing their head from something yeah. It's just hysterical. Um, but it's all vibrational. Um, and I just want to say when we think about communicating with – Dogs or pets who've passed on, all you have to do is open your heart because it's a heart to heart connection. It's not a verbal connection. And I can't tell you how many times when I'm doing spirit messages for where I give messages from spirits who've passed on and do it in a public form. How many times pets show up in those sessions? And oftentimes they will open the session, which always cracks me up. I'm like, was not expecting that. I don't know why it always catches me off guard or they'll just run through the entire group and and like they'll sit on someone or they'll just run through or run around and do circles in the middle. They're very animated. They're very excited. So they are completely accessible to us. So much fun. And, um, they, they, that's so great yeah, I had no passing. idea they
1: just like run through the room they run through the room you know <laughs> I've seen when I have Connected with my mom on the other side, I have seen her, and she must have been on the cat planet or something, <laughs> which is where she probably would hang out all the time, even if it wasn't her home, so to speak. Were they their cats all over her and like crawling on her, and she's happy, 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 happy? But mm-hmm. I've seen her with a whole bunch of cats before.
2: That makes a lot of sense because that's where she's happy, and she can right. She can she can choose that. We are going to talk more about our beloved spirit animals and the cat planet when we come back. <laughs>
3: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
0: Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper experience the rush of pure performance as bmw m-engineered handling takes you through every twist in turn and elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology including a bmw intelligent personal assistant that gets smarter with every interaction i've started guidance and the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind introducing the bmw i4 m50 silence has never said so much bmw
4: Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's knix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I just found out at this break that Brenda was... I think, once considered a pet psychic. <laughs> and, before, and I will say, you are extraordinary with pets. Extraordinary. So I wouldn't be surprised
2: if that's... Well, let me provide some context yeah, here. Con- yeah, context to sound <laughs> Of how this happened. So I had a client who I was working with. She, was, she happened to be in the D.C. area. And her cat was very sick and was trying to figure out a plan of care for her and what was appropriate and so we just connected a couple times over this process to help the cat transition cuz her cat had lived a great life and was done and wanted a way out with with ease and grace and so helped her through that process and so what happened coming out of that engagement was that whenever one any one of her friends this woman's friends Pet got sick that she would hand out my number, so I ended up talking to all these people about their pets. <laughs> so <laughs> it was more by default than actual strategy. So I don't consider myself a pet psychic, but
1: you're so good, and I, you are so good because when when Homer was sick, he uh, he only showed you that he was sick, and I think that's really interesting because Suzanne and I are surrounded by some extraordinary humans and some with really great psychic gifts. He didn't show anybody else but you. And what was and now that I think about it, it makes sense because when you were just saying the story about helping your friends or your client's cat transition, you know, it was Homer who was very insistent on not wanting surgery, and he was he was telling me through you that he didn't want that. And I remember struggling and talking to Suzanne about it, and, and of course every vet right? They stay in their lane. They stay in their lane. (laughs) You know, and their lane is, I'm a doctor, therefore I do surgery. And so they all wanted to cut into him. And I would sit there just not sobbing, bawling, no, you cannot cut into my dog. You cannot do this. You cannot do this. I did not know what we were dealing with, but it's interesting because he had um, cancer of the spleen And everybody who was taking x-rays of him were only taking the upper – well, upper part, the first part of his body because he doesn't stand only on two legs. He's (laughs) standing on four on that part and not the back, which – so is all so fascinating the way it unfolded. I didn't do any surgery for him and I didn't want to do that either because I think we as humans, right, we have this need to hold – on so desperately to our pets, and we will torture them through medications and surgeries and things like that when we need to be more
2: heartful about it. Well, and and what I'd say is that for our animals, that they mature very quickly, right? We take a decades, sometimes more <laughs> so 20 years 30 years really astrologically speaking is when you become an adult when you're considered an adult after sometime after 30 years
1: i would argue that there are some people i know that are in their 50s and they are not an adult yet well they're
2: working on it <laughs> in progress but for animals within 18 months they are pretty much considered able to survive on their own i'm not talking about our domesticated animals but in in the animal kingdom like By then, most of them are able to survive on their own. And so considering the cycle of rebirth, it's easy for them to – you know, finish one life and then go into a resting state and then come back. And they don't have to wait three decades before they're an adult. They're like, okay, I'm getting this body. This is great. I'm strong. I mean, my this this little cavapoo who's stolen my heart is at such peak physical condition. She leaps for Frisbees like she's getting so strong. and And it's a marvel to watch how quickly they mature. So it's easy for them to be at their physical peak and to hold them in a body that isn't at that in the in the natural environment, in their natural environment, they they wouldn't survive. And so when we make these big interventions, it's it's actually can be more traumatizing for their spirit. I'm not saying for everyone, but in general, because they mature so easily and so quickly, it's easy for them. It's not considered a hardship to go, hey, I'm done with this body. I get to start over. Let me start over.
1: Well you also I was lucky because I have you, and you had said to me,
2: Homer doesn't want that. Oh, Homer was so not into that. <laughs> he was so <laughs> He didn't not even want- like going to the vet is what it felt like. <laughs> he hated it. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. He hated it.
1: So then I need to ask you a couple questions. So do pets, or have we experienced past lives with our pets in this life? Sometimes, yes. Because I'm convinced that Homer was my dad, even mm. though I told you <laughs> that we don't mm. jump species. No, I told you,
2: yes. Yeah, you told me that. Did I not say that? You said, I, you, said you told me. Oh. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, I told you, Brenda. I was schooling you <laughs> that we don't jump species. But I swear, if there was an animal that could have been my dad, it was my damn dog because he bossed my <laughs> shit around so much. Get me this. I want that. He had different barks for everything.
2: He did. I remember hearing some of them. Oh, my God. So, but they were all loud. They were all
1: really loud. Well, you know, Mona used to call him the barking pony. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Because he was also a big boy. But yeah. so we can experience previous lives with our pets from this life? Yes. Yep. Now, can they – so Homer was a dog. Will he – was they he always not, a dog?
2: They will not jump species.
1: But, but how broad do we say species? Like could he have been a cat?
2: He could have been a different dog. A different dog. A different breed.
1: Uh-huh. Yes. Because I'm, I'm convinced, and please don't tell me otherwise, <laughs>
2: that he and I had lived
1: a past life together.
2: That would not surprise me at all. We had to have. That would not surprise me at all. And he was my dog dad. They were very, very connected, (laughs) dysfunctionally so. And I say that with great respect. (laughs) uh, so dysfunctionally
1: so. Okay, then I have another question. Mm -hmm. Do they build a soul plan like we do before we go into a body?
2: Yes. My understanding is yes. It wouldn't be as complex as ours, we have many options and levers that we can pull to to activate different plans. Theirs is much more focused on love is when I'd say it's more simplistic. Ours is two, but we you know, we get pretty complicated about around it.
1: We're so complicated. We are so complicated. So complicated and
2: interesting. <laughs> and, right, let's call it
1: that. So I will confess, because again, I have to have one every opportunity that I can. I've been into this topic. For a very long time. I have loved pets from when I was a child. And then Suzanne introduced me to this radio show – Hosted by a woman named Sonia Fitzpatrick, and we used to drive around on Saturdays for hours <laughs> listening to her. And it was she was amazing. I th- I, her daughter used to field the calls. I think she still does it, by the way. I, I would tune into her, guys, if I, if I were you. She's amazing. I
2: like how you say, like, you didn't have a radio in the house. So we had to drive around. <laughs> I don't think we did. I don't think we did.
1: Oh I don't think we had a radio in the house. I think that's why we drove around.
2: Isn't that weird? <laughs> Thanks for outing me. <laughs>
1: But we would listen to this woman. Her daughter would would screen the calls, and they both had British accents, which I'm assuming they're British, but there's no proof that they were. There's only <laughs> proof that they have British accents. And she'd say shit like, you know, Fido doesn't like the food you're feeding him, and his bed is too firm or something. Like she would talk to – It
2: sounds like Fido's a little prima donna.
1: (laughs) Fido's a total prima donna. And perhaps right. Maybe (laughs) the food sucked. But so we can also communicate with, I mean, like you communicated with Homer when he was still living. So Mm -hmm. is there a different way that we can communicate with our animals from when they are still here and when they're not in their body anymore? Or is it the same?
2: It's sort of the same. What I'd say is, you know, when you look at your dog, oh, they got to go out. Oh, they want to play. Oh, they're hungry. You know, like, you you can tell they have different, like... You or know. they
1: waiting at the door
2: for us, and, how, and they don't wear a watch. Yes, and yes they do that. <laughs> so I have a great story about that. So back in the day, when I had Maggie, and it was just me and Maggie, and I was traveling a lot for my job. And this is when I was doing readings up in Mount Adams with my dear friend Marty. And Marty was an award-winning... Dog, ra- like trainer, raiser. She was amazing. Uh, a dog raiser. Dog raiser. She raised them no, up, she, like she levitate could levitate them. them. <laughs> no, what you, What would you call it? She raised dogs. Breeder? She raised. She. She didn't breed. She didn't breed. breed. Trainer. How about if a trainer? Trainer. She's just. She was amazing with dogs, and she was hysterical. So I, I would drop. Maggie off at, at Marty's and tell Marty, oh, I'm coming home on Thursday or I'm coming home on Friday. And Marty's like, oh, whatever, you know, you travel so much, I can't, I can't keep track of it. She, but she never had to because she would just wait for Maggie to go sit by the front door all day. And then she knew I was coming home. <laughs> okay, you tell telling me she's coming home today? I believe you she's coming home today. And sure enough, I'd come by, pick her up, and <laughs> take her home. <laughs> because I would be on the road. And remember, like, our dogs communicate in pictures not in words. I mean, they obviously respond to our words when we train them. But in general, they communicate in pictures. And so I would be picturing, you know, I'd crawl into bed into a hotel room at night and go, OK, OK, Maggie, three more sleeps. OK, Maggie, two more sleeps. OK, Maggie, one more sleep. OK, Maggie, I'm coming home.
1: <laughs> you know? So you told me that story the other day. Yeah. And uh, when Suzanne took me to the airport to fly out here, she always brings Suki and Rebel with uh-huh. her in the car. Yes, of course,
2: because they're great company.
1: Yeah, well, and also Sookie doesn't let us leave the house house without her. She's just very insistent. And so Suzanne rolled down the window to the back seat where Sookie was, and I put my head up to hers and I said, I'll be home in two sleeps. Two sleeps. I'll be home in two sleeps.
2: It's so beautiful. What a great gift to give your little pooch. Yeah, just to, because she, uh, she looks for me when I'm not at home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was even a, a study done when dog owners would leave the restaurant. They would check in on how the dogs and and the dogs would – when the minute they left the restaurant and were going home, not like, oh, I'm going out on the town, but I'm, I'm going home, the dogs would come to the door. Like the connection is is Isn't real. Really, I love that so yeah. much. Well, yeah. of
1: course, there's all the studies that have been done too about how our pets, especially for older folks, can uh, – they're more healthy
2: oh, physically yeah. oh, and That's why so many uh, of the senior homes have a resident dog and, and sometimes cats, but mostly dogs.
1: Yeah. Just I don't the, think the, I could uh, train Suki to do that. I don't really train my dogs very well. I use – because you said about words and I am not good at that. I mean I can train a dog okay, but I'm not consistent enough with my words. So with Homer, when I tried to get him to stop barking, which clearly that didn't work very often (laughs) – but I, but I w- fail. I, but what, I, but what, what happened, was, it was a total epic fail. It was hilarious, though, is that I would say, go to your bed, which I tried to teach him to go to his bed, but then he'd be quiet.
2: <laughs> that, so I just— it, it was communication. It just may not have been direct and linear. No, it wasn't. It was the, go to your bed,
1: and then he'd be quiet. I'm like, what just happened?
2: That'll work. And then we'd forget <laughs> that that would work, and then he'd bark. Anyway. We'll come back with more Animal Kingdom stories after this break
3: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
0: Electricity has always been synonymous with power. And in the BMW i4 M50, power is more refined than ever. It's 100% electric and 100% BMW. Listen carefully and you'll make out the sound of over 500 horses stampeding at a whisper. Experience the rush of pure performance as BMW M-Engineered Handling takes you through every twist in turn. And elevate each moment of your drive with a suite of cutting-edge technology, including a BMW Intelligent Personal Assistant that gets smarter with every interaction. I've started guidance. And the most advanced iDrive operating system yet for the most powerful vehicle of its kind. Introducing the BMW i4 M50. Silence has never said so much. BMW
4: Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's knix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.
2: Welcome back. So during the break, Julie's beloved Homer is here and present, and he brought in a cat that I didn't know. And so I'm, I'm scanning back and forth trying to find, figure out where this cat goes. And I'm like, I have my elf in front of me. I can just ask her, did you have a cat before Homer?
1: Yes. And yeah. did they
2: know each other? Or do uh, they know each other now?
1: No, uh, no, I don't know. I don't think they ever met. Well, they probably met on that side. Yeah, they met on the other side. They met on that okay. side or previous life maybe. I don't know. No. Murphy was my cat.
2: Murphy, what great cat.
1: Oh, she was extraordinary.
2: Yeah, very regal.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sweet. She would torture us when we would come home from being gone a while, like <laughs> a vacation. She would literally – we'd come home and she would literally turn her back to us and then look over her shoulder. I was like, oh, please, She has sister. no.
2: She has no idea what you're speaking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I can see that because she presents very regal. Yeah. And, you know, homage must be paid. <laughs> yeah, but she had a great life. Oh, was she more cat. Suzanne's cat?
1: Nope, more mine. Really?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, wait.
1: Is there something I need to know? I don't know. I about, don't know. Don't know. about Mar- No, I she was
2: both of ours,
1: okay. I would say, for sure.
2: Oh, was this when you were traveling a lot, though? Probably. Okay.
1: Yes, actually, yeah. I was traveling a yeah, lot, so with Suzanne what... a lot more. Yeah, that makes sense. What's Homer doing?
2: Homer ushered the connection.
1: Oh, he did. What else is he doing? Is he on my left side,
2: he, by chance? He, he's right there.
1: On your left or my left?
2: He is on my left, your right. Got it. Yeah, the cat's on that side. Is that? Okay. Yeah, Murphy. Excuse Murphy. Me. She corrected me. <laughs> she did not want to be called the cat. <laughs> I apologize. Names is, are not my gift. Is, is Homer good? Homer's
1: great. He, does he want to say anything? Is there anything I need to do? No. Really? He doesn't? No advice. Because what would you need? I don't know. What would Dog he advice. need you
2: to do? I don't know. What would he need you to do? I, 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 That's why I'm asking. Nothing. Suki's good. All right? Ask him how I'm doing with Suki. Sookie. Suki's good, he's saying. Yes. Very different from the last time we spoke.
1: She's <laughs> no longer a hot mess. Um,
2: and Rebel's better, too, he says.
1: Yeah, she is.
2: Yeah, Rebel's better, too. So there's a, something, I don't know exactly how old Rebel is now, or, or but there's a maturity, he says, about her where she's not as, I'm just going to use the word, right? She's just not as bitchy. <laughs> totally true. Right? She was bitchy. She was so. That's, that's what he says. says
1: little dogs. Those little dogs can be bitches.
2: Well, that's – he's saying – but she's not as, as bad as she was before. Right. So, yeah. So, he approves. He's doing good. Oh, good. Yeah, he's doing very well. Thank you. Thanks, Holmes. I'm just checking, and they're out. They're still here, but they don't need me anymore. So <laughs> I love when you do that. I wish
1: everybody could watch you. In fact, you guys will watch her do this someday, but, ugh, oh, I just love it.
2: To so remember when you were in Cincinnati – Almost a year ago when... Oh, I guess it
1: was about a year for ago. ...for
2: your book tour. And we caught a picture of the spirit dog, Maggie. I know. My beloved Shih Tzu. And it was so great because she was looking at the crazy puppy, Lulu. That was so <laughs> insane, too, because we're in your... A set of stage. We're in your living room. Mm-hmm.
1: And it was the night before I think I had to go do interviews mm-hmm. or something on a local TV, TV station. station. Mm-hmm. And... We were just hanging out. And we were just hanging out. And I had my phone... And I think I went to go take a picture of Lulu, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's correct. And she just bolted out of the frame and I (laughs) took this picture and I'm looking at it and I will tell you. She was a six-month puppy, right? She just bolted everywhere. She was insane (laughs) in all the best ways insane. But I remember looking at the picture and hesitating whether or not to say anything to you or not. Because I didn't want it to make you sad. Oh, yeah, no. And so I just, I had this moment of hesitation, then I'm like, what am I thinking? And I remember saying, I think this is Maggie. I
2: think we caught Maggie. I think we got
1: Maggie. And you were like, you were blown away because you've never seen a photo of Ghost Maggie.
2: No, I've seen Ghost Maggie, but never.
1: (laughs) You've never seen a photo of Ghost Maggie. Of course, you see Ghost Maggie, (laughs) but not a photo of her. Um, Would you
2: be cool if we posted that to share with everyone? Oh, my God. And I want to do a side-by-side. So ghost Maggie, real Maggie.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Because it's
2: such a great photo of her. That's a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I love that. We'll totally do that. She needs to be famous. Yeah. Well, she's sassy pants, you know, and she's such a sassy pants. So
1: I I got a picture one time. um, It was during my initial ghost photography obsession. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I got a picture of Suzanne's dog, Punky. And Punky was so tragically killed by coyotes in the neighborhood. It was awful on Christmas Day. Let me just keep adding to the pain of my wife because she was just so utterly devastated. But about a year later, I got a picture of Punky who was playing down in the yard. It was, mm-hmm. it was great. Yeah. So I love how I get, so, you know, these pets.
2: They just have such big spirits. I remember on the day Maggie passed – I couldn't go home because I was just distraught. I was just completely beside myself. And I can't go home, can't go, because I will freak out to be in the house without Maggie. And so we went to a park where Maggie and I used to go all the time, and I could just see her entire spirit across the entire sky that I could see. I saw, I mean, it was just so much. It was so beautiful, and I was a little bit embarrassed that I was being so dramatic with her passing, like, I can't go home. I just can't go home. I can't bear it. Because she showed me, like, instantly, there's no loss. There's no loss. Well, and she
1: should be like mom if anybody understands it. should be you. I know.
2: Total paw flick on top of my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not dipshits like Julie, but you <laughs> yeah. should and understand. It, and it was just so overwhelmingly beautiful and generous. And this— beautiful beautiful creature that I'm so grateful for and you know it was extraordinary it was just extraordinary. every once in a
1: while I, I smell Homer
2: mm, yeah, that beautiful that beautiful gift of being able to smell them yeah yeah it's it's such, so important something. right and, and
1: and I've seen him by the way I think you ask, he's still here right yeah does he go in to Alex's dreams and he'll know exactly who I'm talking about the answer is yes
2: yes does he? Yes. I knew it. How does he know Alex?
1: Alex is our goddaughter. Oh. And her mom, Andy, is my friend that I grew up with in Oklahoma, a right, very right. close friend, uh, who asked Suzanne and I to be her godparents, which, how cool is that? So I mean, cool. who, like, what child would not want two lesbians as their godparents? <laughs> We don't exactly help her in the spirit in the in the what, like the religious realm and that what godparents are for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we don't really do that, but we bring a lot of her a lot of other gifts. But anyway, uh, Alex will call us and say like weekly. Alex is waking up saying, "I saw Homer last night,"
2: mm-hmm. because Homer had this really weird thing with her. Well, he, first of all, he's very protective. Very. And I don't know what's going on for her right now, but she, I feel like she's testing some boundaries. And well, she's she, eight. And Okay, well, there you go. (laughs) She's eight. (laughs) There you go. So by nature, right? That's her job right now. But I feel like he's – but she's kind of getting out over her skis, and he's pulling her back a little bit. Oh, interesting. Yes, he's being that protector because he's so protective. Well,
1: so since she was a a couple weeks old, Homer would walk around her crib, lay in front of it. Yep. He never jumped on her, never did any of like his crazy-ass (laughs) – like barking I can't believe what you I can't believe
2: what you're saying this dog was <laughs> I know he was insane
1: but he was protective of her still is. from when
2: still she is. was
1: born and it feels like he's with her. There's no doubt. I love that yes. he's doing good work.
2: So he wants God dog status.
1: <laughs> oh, done. <laughs> so,
2: I'll call Andy after this for
1: episode, for real, That's so good. she knows that Homer's officially the God dog.
2: But but I really what I want people to know is that you know how pets in in this life on the Earth plane like jobs. They like jobs to do. Like Homer's protection, always. That, that was he was always on in charge of that. But also in the spirit world, the same thing. So. When I need help with Lulu, whatever it is, I call in Maggie all the time. Will you corral her? <laughs> like, will you help me get this? And it it just helps so much. They, you know, dogs are animals in general, but dogs specifically that we're talking about today are in tune with that spirit world, right? and they're hardwired for it, just as we are. They're more conscious of it than we are, and so to have that uh, instant shorthand is super helpful. Well, he
1: was definitely Homer was definitely helping me at my aunt Corney's house and oh, she doesn't allow dogs in the house okay, so She actually let it. suzanne and i bring our dogs into her house which was very uncharacteristic and the dogs have never behaved better i'm like i looked at suzanne i go whose dogs are these what is
2: happening they're right not ours <laughs> <laughs> and it's it had so awesome. to
1: have been homer doing his that thing
2: is so awesome. right that is so awesome so mostly what we want to remind you in today's session is that our loved ones are never more than just calling them in like that's how how easy it is to bring them in to bring them into that heart field to feel them to know their love and the same is true with our beloved pets. This exact same is true.
1: And I'll add one last thing to that, Bren, please do. Is uh, they also see ghosts?
2: Oh oh boy, everybody de- definitely.
1: <laughs> if you're if you're a cat, if you're a dog or a ferret or whatever the hell you have as a pet <laughs> <Goldfish>. is a <laughs> a honey badger. <laughs> Um, whatever you got, they are – if they're if they're staring in an opposite direction of where you are and they're very intent, they know. They see.
2: And they will play with them. Oh,
1: yeah, they will. They
2: will play with – the spirits will play with the dogs and the dogs will play with the spirits. Although Homer, back to my boy, he was my protector
1: with the sp- in the spirit world when I first mm-hmm. entered in. Mm-hmm. I can believe that. And speaking of jobs, I gave my mother a job during that time. I was like, Mom, I need you. If I opened a ghost portal, I would like for you to protect me and Sue's and the creatures from whatever I have done. Um, yeah, cl- please clean up my other mess. She had kept cleaning up my messes growing up. So this was another mess for her. But I think jobs is a really important thing. That's a general thing I think that people should understand because it also um, – they want to do things for you. Right? Well, just like
2: on Earth, you know how good it feels to help someone you love. Exactly. That doesn't change.
1: It doesn't change. So yeah. make sure you give your loved ones that have passed, that have jumped, a job. Give your pets a job. Your spirit pets. Give your spirit, give your ghost pets a job. I
2: need to give Murphy a job. Oh, okay. no. Murphy doesn't need a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And Murphy does not. Murphy's like, leave me alone. <laughs> my job is to look good, and I'm good at it. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so Murphy. <laughs> right? Pretty cat, right? Really Beautiful girl. So remember that our school can be hard, especially when we forget about our connection and the unconditional love we have with our spirit pets.
1: Oh, well
2: said. Thanks for Thank listening. Thank you, Bryn. Thank you, everyone, for Thank listening. You my Bye. Thanks for joining us, everyone, and a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at OthersideGuides, or shoot us a
1: note at Guides at iHeartRadio.com, and you can even call us at
2: 833-22-GUIDE to leave us a message. We want to know what you think, we want to know what you know, and we want to hear your stories. And remember, Earth
1: School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Did we just invent California?
4: Discover why California is the
3: ultimate playground
4: at visitcalifornia.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
0: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zin Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zin 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.